And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. There's Lindegaard making Forrest backpedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris. He's found him via the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh, and it's an opening goal. What a start. Madden, after just six minutes, gives Yeovil the lead. Stansfield, good turn away from Trott. Goal. Hello and welcome to the 301st episode of the Glover's Cast, the only Yeovil Town podcast dedicated to the club that's top of National League South still and heading to North Wales this weekend to take down some big dragons in Wrexham, I think, hopefully. We'll see the Hollywood Dragons of Wrexham host us in the FA Cup and two-thirds of the Glover's Cast are going to be there. Two-thirds of them are here. David Coates? I'm... Proud to be a third. And Ben Barrett, his first Yeovil Town game of the season. Will he be the lucky charm that helps us tame these dragons? Or no, let's not question it. Ben, <laughs> how excited are you for uh, a Yeovil Town game? I'm very excited. I am very excited. Um, yeah. Quite Between a one and feeling. seven? Say again? Between one and seven? It's pretty high. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, it's pretty high. I've got um, not a number. I've got four hours at work. Beforehand. I'm gonna need a number out of you, Ben. I'm afraid. I'm, I'm I'm getting to the number. We've got time to kill. We've got nothing else to talk about. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Um, four hours at work Sunday morning, hot footing it straight over to the Hollywood Hills of North Wales, and yeah, really looking forward to it. Really looking forward to being back behind a microphone. Um, it's it's bubbling away. It's a solid. It was a four. But then I think I've been doing my research and my prep today a little bit, and I think it's think it's crept up to a five of how excited I am. I don't know if it'll tip you over, but I've had a uh, I've had a message uh, via the DMs from uh, Distant Glover, our resident cartoonist, uh, and he's asked me, "Is Glover's cast Ben around? It would be an honour to meet him." Um, so, well. Distant- and I, I told him Ben gets there, he gets straight in. You know, he's an ultimate professional. He's got to take that picture of him looking slightly confused with the picture behind him. So, uh... um, well, thank you very much for the message. Not the other Alex Russell. Um, <laughs> if if I'm about and you spot me, I will be. I will be probably going straight to the press area. But if I'm about and you spot me, shout, say hello. Uh, shout at him, Alex. That's all I say. Shout. Throw, throw things at me. Yeah. At this point, I'm not bothered. <laughs> He's at a game of football, and that's yeah. all he cares Ben's, about. <laughs> Ben's invited people to throw things yeah. at him this weekend. Yeah. That's fine. Dave, you're, right, you're writing that down, aren't Writing you? that one down, yeah, don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My pen stopped working, though. Throw things at me, I'm not bothered. <laughs> good. Should be a good one, actually. Yes. Should be yeah. a good one. I mean, should we get straight stuck into it? Because literally nothing has happened um, so... this week. The only other thing that has happened is that um, Bath City have signed a goalkeeper. Which you were going to say this. The only thing that's happened is something to do with a player who's out on loan. Exactly. Um, which is it's not, not even happened to him. No, exactly. Yeah. Not normally significant, but Bath City. Can you hear that noise? That that scratching noise. That's the bottom of the barrel. The bottom of the barrel is, is getting a right going over. I have a I have a I have an actual point to make off the back of this. Sorry, point. sorry. Carry Thank on. you very much. 
they signed a goalkeeper and they played him in the Somerset Men's Premier Cup. But Will Buse was on the bench. So that loan deal hasn't ended and continues. So it is assumed that the loan deal is basically just to cover the clash with us next Wednesday. That is all. Thank you. No more new news. The the, the goalkeeper in question is? I don't know. I can't pronounce it. <laughs> the incredible Hock. 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 That's it. Knock, Hock. From Dorking Wanderers. Yeah. And it doesn't look to have played a great deal. No. Apart from in the Somerset Men's Premier Cup. Well, perhaps they were just giving, you know, making sure they've got a nice match fit squad, giving minutes to uh, players in the Somerset Men's Premier Cup. Ben's face has got the expression of, I told you so. <laughs> and they won as well, didn't they? Beat Froome, I think. There you go. You can't, People can't see that expression, Ben. Ben is giving they, a they very, I told you so. They don't need to. They, they know. They know. They know. They know that you were right. Okay. All right. So that's the news. That's, that's the news. Um, I was yeah. Sold out the away end. Sold out the away end for Bath. 700? Wednesday. 1,100, isn't it, at Bath? 1,100 1, 1, at Bath and 800 at uh, Wrexham. All going up in it, so, yeah. Open end at Twerton Park, just to warn you. Oh, God. It's going to be cold, isn't it? That's yeah, going to be cold, cold, that. Layers. Layer up. Layer up, people. Do you own a snood, yeah. Ian? Do you own a snood? I, I do, yeah. Yeah. I'd probably wear it. Go full Balotelli. I, I will. Yeah, it's got Yeovil Town. Oh, is it? On it? Yeah. I don't know where it came from, but I don't think it's official. <laughs> <laughs> it was a secret Santa present. Knock off snooze. A, a good one as well. Yeah. Well, well let's all, get stuck all, all I'm going to say, whilst we're on the subject of Bath City, all I'll oh, say yeah. is keep an eye on your feeds, on your, on your downloads on the morning of the Bath City game. Why? What's significant about the morning of the Bath City game? It's is the it... first Wednesday of the is month. Is it? Yeah. Is it? And if there's anybody who happens to enjoy hearing things about both Yeovletown and Bath City, bearing in mind it can't be Jerry Gill because he was the last one, you might enjoy it. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, Bath City heavy, aren't we, on the old... We are, yeah. On the old first Wednesdays of the month. It is, isn't it? It is. Well, the... <laughs> Gonna have to gonna have to pull some fingers out, aren't we? Come on, Skivo. Where are you? We put it out there, didn't we? If anyone knows Terry Skiverton, have a word with him. Get him on. I've I've also I've officially given up on Stephen Colker. The LinkedIn DMs are now just a desperate plea from myself. <laughs> saying, just wondering if you've uh, read the above message there, Stephen. You said you did say a couple of months back when I first did it that you'd be willing to come on and chat. You you did just referencing the. Evidence above there, mate. I've got the receipt. <laughs> Just left me on red, and Stephen, please, hey, Stephen, please. This is like, have you heard that? Um, Patrick Bamford of all the footballers in the world has got his own podcast with Jay Wilkinson called My Mates a Footballer. Is this this you and Stephen Colker? You want to do a rival one? Uh, yeah, that'll do. <laughs> <That'll be my laughs> only one. <laughs> oh, can you tell we're filling here? I think I, I think we are filling, aren't we? We're 17 minutes, uh, actually, no, because we started late, didn't we? So, blimey, this is only seven minutes we've filled so far. <laughs> Who's filling? <laughs> hey. <laughs> right, Dave, you've been on loan to some Wrexham podcasts this week. Um, hey, Wrexham podcast, singular, yeah. 
Hey, I just won. There's a few though, isn't there? There is. There, there are a lot. Yeah. Uh, I, I can promise you when uh, when we played Rexon the first time, there was not this many podcasts. There was probably one. Um, fair play yes. to him. Fair play yeah. to him. I have What's uh, the mood. Well, uh, so I spoke to Rob Ryan Red, and try saying that when you've had a few, um, which is uh, a pod, uh, the podcast that I was on. And then just before we jumped on here, I spoke with Nathan, who is one of the hosts of Rob Ryan Red, uh, and talked to him about it. They are, well, it's a, it's a strange context for them, isn't it? Because everybody expects them to be running away with the league, and obviously, um, uh, Stockport are pretty much running away with the uh, uh, League Two, but oh, remembering it's only the end of November, so they they they're definitely very very happy uh, in terms of performances and um, home performances in particular. They are impressive at home and basically just seem to steamroll everybody away from home. Seems to be the place that they um, they slip up and. They did slip up um, away at Harrogate, I think it was, on Tuesday night. Got a, a two-all draw in that one. So, um, so yeah, I, I'd say they're going into it pretty pretty confident. But, uh, as they said, it's the FA Cup. And um, they said, you know, anything can happen in the FA Cup. I was going, hey, you're talking to the football club that's got more league scalps as a non-league club than anyone else, mate. You don't need to tell me. Uh, and then... Ian, sorry to mention it, but you mentioned Mickey Thomas scoring against Arsenal back in God knows however long ago it was. Before your time as an Arsenal yeah. loyal, obviously. <laughs> Before well, you got the RVP tattoo. <laughs> oh, don't. Um, well, should we throw it back and drop in our chat with an opposition fan into Why this not? episode, given yeah. that the week has been quiet? And then we'll come back and chat on the other side of it. Okay. This is Nathan of Rob Ryan Red. It's a big one this weekend, a big foot indeed. Uh, we are going to be playing Wrexham. So I don't actually know when this podcast is going to go out. Normally it'd be a Saturday morning, but we have the unusual spectacle of playing at 3.45pm on a Sunday, which is a bizarre time if ever I uh, ever I heard it. Maybe it's something to do with a time difference in North Wales. But a man who's here to tell us is uh, Nathan from the Rob Ryan Red, get, say that with your teeth in, uh, podcast. So Nathan, first of all, welcome back. Back to the Glovers cast. Thank you for having me on. It's been a while. It has been a while. Yeah, I was actually just uh, looking back to uh, what I understand uh, Rexham fans call the is it the Anthony Ford episode. I've heard it referred to as. There you uh, go. Yeah, that that's that's when you know you've made the big time. When uh, when a football match that we call Rexham three over what zero. I did one on then, uh, is, uh, uh, is referred to as the Anthony Ford episode. So can you explain to us why it's called that? Something to do with the, the documentary, I'm sure. Yeah, so um, obviously, yeah, Wrexham uh, was a big night, a terrible night for Yeovil, great night for Wrexham in terms of on the pitch, but it was a lot more about Anthony Ford had spent time away from the team because his wife uh, had been diagnosed with an, with an inoperable brain tumour. So obviously he was, you know, his head was all over the place, 
it was really scary the first diagnosis they had which was you know very short life expectancy now nothing we can do about the brain tumor so football wasn't important to Anthony Ford no one begrudged in that we, none of us knew at the time what had actually happened that's obviously come out in the documentary since right and he came back for that game so we knew that something had happened with his partner didn't know the ins and outs came back for that game obviously a lot of emotion riding on it for him and the players and then obviously he scores and so the opening uh, goal that night didn't that that was it that was it and it was quite a tough game for us in the sense that it took a while for us to break you down and i think as it went on people getting a little bit twitchy because it was it was felt that if we could beat yeovil we were pretty much there with the title you know we'd taken a, a giant step forward that was our game in hand um, and it took a while. And then for Anthony Ford to get the breakthrough was even, you know, that was the cherry on top. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, well, I hadn't realised that story. But uh, yeah, I can see now why it is referred to as the there Anthony Ford episode. So uh, there you go. We've got a, a, a piece in history. But um, but yeah, that, so that was uh, Tuesday, the 18th of April uh, this year. And uh, and looking at the uh, the results, a lot has changed Um uh, for the better at Wrexham uh, since then. So just uh, just quickly tell us uh, how has the start to life in League Two uh, been for you? It didn't start great. It started with a, a real bump. We we shipped a load of goals and my prophecy that Ben Foster should have hung his gloves up in the summer um, was right in the end. And he did. Uh, after about four or five games, he decided I'm too old. You know, I'm not saving shots. In his own words, he wasn't saving shots that he was a couple of years ago. And so that's why he knew that his in his mind, he couldn't understand why he wasn't saving some of the shots that were going in. Um, and in fairness to him, he could easily have just stuck in there and used his profile to stay in the team and would have made it a really awkward situation. But I've got a lot of respect for Ben Foster going, I've made a mistake staying, staying on here. I'm going to walk away. And obviously since then, we've managed to get Arthur Conqueror in on loan, although he took a, knee to the face. I'm not expecting him to play, which is a big blow for Wrexham. He's been our number one, far and away our best goalkeeper. Went off with a, I don't, we don't know if it's a dislocated jaw or what, but he went off in real discomfort against Harrogate on Tuesday. Wouldn't expect him to play. So it'll be a backup goalkeeper in or the third choice goalkeeper. That's still up for debate. But yeah, since the initial hiccup of losing 5-3 on the opening day, you can imagine waiting 15 years to get back into League Two, all the emotion that comes with it and then you get beat down. Uh, yeah. by MK Dons having about six shots what a, on target. What a scummy club to concede five <laughs> goals to as well. They had about six shots on target and they scored five. So it was a real... And that was it. They, they didn't have any more chances. So they yeah. punished us, it felt yeah. like, with every single chance. Wow. Um, so we had that. We got that out of the way. And I think it was one of those where I went on the preseason tour to America. I went for part of it. And I said to people on the tour that if we Wrexham start really well, this will be the best thing ever. And the tour will be, you know, heralded as this unbelievable thing. And if we start poorly, the t- the tour was in a, uh, in my mind, it wasn't in a win-win situation. It was um, a lose-lose almost. And, and so it was, we struggled. But once we found our feet and we stopped shipping five goals every game, amazing what happens when you don't concede five goals a game. Amazing that you can actually start <laughs> to win. There's a five-all at home to Swindon. That's the bar, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was it. Amazing when you don't ship five yeah. goals, how easy it is to win games. And we've yeah. done that with a lot more consistency since then. Right. Well, you, you, obviously a good number of wins uh, since, like you say, looking looking at them kind of October time, there's um, 
uh, after a, a loss at Stockport and a couple of draws. There's there's just a, a long run of wins until a until a two nil defeat at um, at Accrington a couple of oh. weeks ago. But I want to ask you about the the, the goalkeeper because as you say, Arthur Conqua uh, went off against Harrogate. That was on Tuesday night. Uh, Mark Howard appeared to come in for him. Is he the yeah. likely replacement? Or yeah, so he so the I mean we thought Mark Howard was going to be the designated cup keeper, and that Conquer once he'd made it in was going to be the um, league keeper. But then at Mansfield in the first round, it was Arthur Conquer in goal, which right. surprised a few people. Mark Howard is very experienced and, and was our goalkeeper for thirty plus games of our promotion season, so he's more than capable. I just don't think he provides that same air of confidence to the back line that a Conquo does. And a Conquo is not the most vocal guy. He's just clearly very, very talented. And probably, I mean, the team he's come from, he was on loan at Sturm Graz previously right. to Wrexham, and they're in the Europa League right now. Um, right. With you know, so so he he shouldn't really be in League Two. I think he's using Wrexham as a chance to build up the profile. Arsenal know that Wrexham have got a lot of eyes on them great chance to market a player that's out of contract in the summer um do i think Wrexham can keep him probably not that was most of our podcast this week i don't think we can um just because i think he's just too talented so from a yeovil perspective not having him in there because he would have played i think if he was fit not having him in there is a boost you know even if howard is is solid he's not a conquo and so you've got to take the small when you're the underdog which we were against coventry and against sheffield united you've got to take every little um, advantage you can glean, I guess. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. And um, uh, obviously, there's been some some additions that anybody who's watched the documentary will have will have seen. But one that uh, jumps out in particular is is James McLean. He's obviously a, a hero or a villain, depending on your uh, probably your politics as much as anything <laughs> else. But um, he's playing left back for you. Is that right? Yeah, he's playing left wing back. So really, in our yeah. system, that there isn't a there isn't a spot for a winger, really. It's right. you, you have to play as a, as a wing back. Most of the time, he's looked much more comfortable going forward than he has going back, um, and that has usually been our undoing in games we've lost. Um, right. At Stockport, for example, they absolutely torched us down James McLean's side, and and nothing we could do. But if we are to dominate the ball, he's brilliant. He's he's got great delivery. He's very composed on the ball. He just puts that seed of doubt in defenders. They know that while they can get in behind him, they don't really want him to get in behind them. Um, so I would say that McLean has, has been a good addition. I mean, I think he's good for the dressing room. From what I gather, the players absolutely love him and they wonder how the hell he's at that level. You know, yeah. he's not the player he once was, but Still again, he shouldn't really be in League Two. You know, yeah. so it's another player that we've stumbled upon because of the great profile we've got. And uh, he's on a one-year contract. What happens in the summer? We don't know if we go up or or, or whatever the case may be. Do you yeah. think there's probably an end of end of game situation for him in back in Ireland? Um, but it'll be interesting to see if he plays. We're quite short at wing back at the minute. A couple of injuries. Ryan Barnett is out injured. Um, Anthony Ford went off injured against Morecambe. Jacob Mendy, who's a left wing back, has been playing on the right, which is not the most comfortable. That's where Harrogate got joy for their first goal. And then obviously McLean's been on the left. So it's interesting. I don't think we've got much room to change it. It might be those two again against Yeovil. Okay. It probably will be. Yeah. 
And, and, and again, looking at the, the squad or, or the, certainly the team that was put out for that Harrogate draw on, on Tuesday night, some familiar faces. Uh, Yeovil fans remember Ben Tozer was a was a Yeovil player once upon a time. Aaron Hayden, obviously Paul Mullen, um, Elliot Lee, Ollie Palmer. I mean, there seems to be a nucleus of that team that got you up. There's very much still the nucleus of the team that's well going the right way to getting you up again, by the looks of it. Yeah, you nail on head there. We've got that. We've still got that nucleus. That I think we've added to. I think the big overhaul is probably coming this summer, which they're going to hope will be in League One. Uh, and there is a, you know, there's always this talk, isn't there, that the jump between National League and and League Two isn't massive. I think to League One, it's a to step up. Um, but yeah, from from last season, I'm I'm still probably cooling down from that trip to Yeovil. On the I burned so much. The running joke in one of my group chats was that I was putting sun cream on. I barely saw any of the game. I was just rubbing sun cream in every two minutes on that open uh, open terrace. And I think you scored one of the goals of the season. If not, I can't remember who scored it, but it was an yeah, unbelievable Malachi Linton. Yeah, he scored it, that yeah. day. Yeah, yeah, indeed, <laughs> unbelievable yeah. goal. But so so yeah, Yeovil's been a a bit of a sticky one for us. I, I can still remember that game where. I think it was Courtney Duffus was up front. Our goalkeeper just dropped the ball yeah. and then he kicked it in. Yeah. That was a, and that was a, the only game, I, I've said this before, it's the only game, only Rex game I left early. And the worst part about it was that my ta- pre-booked taxi, he was a Yeovil season ticket holder. So I had to wait anyway. So <laughs> right. I stood outside waiting for a Yeovil season ticket holder to drive me back. So um, that, there, he had the last laugh on that one. Um, but yeah, and then obviously you beat us at home in that, you know, we've only lost four games in, Two years at home, one of well, the first one of which was Yeovil on that midweek game. So, well, I have to say, I mean, we're speaking on a on a Thursday night here, and it's actually two years precisely to today that uh, that, that game took place. So, um, yeah, always remember the uh, uh, sunny blue low Everton scored the second goal for us that day. So That's the it. headline was obviously always sunny in Wrexham. But uh, <laughs> there you go, perfect, perfect for, <laughs> for the for the headline writers. But yeah, Yeovil's always been one where. Okay, the last meeting, I think at that point, you you guys had probably resigned yourself to, to being down. And we were probably, whether we don't want to say it or not, we were within touch and distance of the trophy. So we couldn't have been further apart in the same yeah. league, really. Um, it's different now because okay, you know, very little is expected of Yeovil. You you were saying on on my podcast podcast this week that maybe the TV cameras are there more for Reynolds and McElhenney than the chance of an upset, but you do never know. You know, I went to Coventry very pessimistic about Wrexham's chances and suddenly we were 4-1 up and we crawled over the line there. So I'm not taking it as a given that we're beating Yeovil and into the third round already. No. Well, uh, one thing I wanted to ask you just uh, just to close was um, was where the FA Cup sits in the priorities because I imagine getting promoted is priority one, two and three, I would think. Yeah, I would say so. I think the FA Cup is, and all clubs will say this slightly cliche, but it is a really important part of Wrexham's identity, I think, in history. You think when match of the day comes on for the FA Cup, it's always Mickey Thomas's goal against Arsenal. Fans still talk about when we played Middlesbrough, Birmingham, Chesterfield, and we lost out, and, and they went on to, what was it, the quarterfinals or the semifinals. Um, Stoke, we played a few, uh, what was that now? A few good few years ago now, and we were under Kevin Wilkin, and we would leading them at one point, drawing with them. And then they brought on their Peter Crouch and Stephen Ireland and their Premier League stars. Coventry last season, Sheffield United. It is just something that is really important to the club. Yeah. So I would say that we're going to go full strength to, to be, I don't think we'll be doing much rotating or because it's our only game of the weekend. Tuesday night, we've got that EFL trophy game, which is which will be somewhat discarded ahead of playing Forest Green in the league. Yeah. 
if you ask the team, I would say they're probably saying the promotion is the number one goal, but very, very close behind. For me, it's a 1A, 1B, but for them, probably a notch behind is the FA Cup. Yeah. So, so just finally, then um, you've mentioned there's 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 injuries. Are you you you've alluded to it there? You're expecting a strong a strong lineup, and uh, you want to make a prediction? We go for yeah, prediction? I'm. I, I'll give you my team quickly, and we'll see how close. And then I'll give you my prediction. I think it will be Mark Howard in goal. I think it will be James McLean at left wing back. I think it will be Tom O'Connor. Let's write this down and, for the manager. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Tom O'Connor. There you go for Mark Cooper. Tom O'Connor. <laughs> um. Ben Toes, I think, will play. And then maybe Max Kluwerth. I don't know. Aaron Hayden's had issues with injuries over the recent seasons. I wouldn't be too surprised if they gave him a rest. Maybe. But if not, Aaron Hayden's obviously fit to play, could play. Jacob Mendy, I think, will play on the right. I think the midfield will probably be George Evans, or as Wrexham fans call him, Gorgeous George. Best-looking footballer we've ever seen. And um, James Jones alongside him, who was part of the promotion team. Elliot Lee probably plays again. I've been our player of the season. There's no no reason to drop him. And then up front, I'm going to say he'll reach, he'll shuffle it up slightly and go with Paul Mullin and Sam Dolby. Score prediction wise, I will go. I'll go three one Wrexham. Three one Wrexham. Okay. Can we get? Can we Wrexham. score first? I think you. I think it'll be one. I think it'll be a draw at some point. I think either you score first or you make it one all. I think it'll be and then. I think it'll be similar to when we played Stoke that time where it'd be quite close for a while and then we might bring on, you know, of the five subs, we'll bring on more and more and then that might be the difference. I hope, though, maybe you lot don't agree, but I hope that Jake Guy gets to play because he didn't get to play loads at the race course and I know what it means to him to play as a great guy and I'm wishing him and you lot all the best. In I really hope you you win the league and, and straight back up to where you should be, really. You've gone far too too lower level um, but hopefully this is that upward curve that you need now to to get back into the league well, we don't like it when people end on a, on like a, on a, oh, on a happy positive note because I've now I've got to say well <laughs> all the very best to you for the rest of the season but not Sunday oh, so I, I, uh, that I very just makes have... me sound like a monster after the I, night I, I've, you said that I, I, never mind I, I'm going to I'm going to retract that and say I hope we <laughs> absolutely hammer you into submission <laughs> exactly. and it's five, six, seven, eight. Jake Hyde can go to hell for all yeah, I Jake Hyde yeah. can do one basically exactly exactly <laughs> Brilliant. Well, uh, Nathan, thank you again for joining us. And uh, we may not speak again for a while, but um, but in all seriousness, best of luck uh, with uh, with the rest of the season, the podcast and all the rest. Thank you so much. Best to you too, guys. So that was Nathan of Rob, Ryan and Red, all three of them. Um, and yeah, he was obviously talking about a few... Injuries that there are there, I mean, in the context of a very big squad and a very high quality squad as well. But Ben, you mentioned there that you are going to be on the um, on the radio. So, uh, yeah, don't, don't want you to give everything away that you've done for your homework. But defensively, do you think there, there, there might be is that where our chink of hope could be? Absolutely. Absolutely is. Um, you're right. They've got a massive squad. I, I use a A5 sheet of in my book and I have to go over two columns. I don't normally have to go over two columns when I'm doing prep. You, you normally don't need the second column, but I do for this one. Um, but yeah, looking at the recent teams that they've had, James McLean is their left wing back. Yeah, that's what uh, Nathan mentioned there. Yeah. And he's not a left wing back. <laughs> However you look at it, he's not. And their left-sided central defender is Thomas O'Connor. Thomas, have I got that right? 
Tom O'Connor, yeah. Tom O'Connor, again, not a left centre-back. He's a midfielder who is fine at doing that and um, is a very good player and can probably do it. But a change of goalkeeper, we assume, Mark Howard goes in rather than they chuck the kid in. They've got a, a young lad called Luke Nicholas or something that I think played the EFL trophy game. But we assume Mark Howard goes in goal. A change of goalkeeper. They play wingbacks, which we all know we're a fan of around here. Um, and they've got a left wing back that isn't a left wing back, albeit a very good player, and a left centre back that isn't a left centre back. I would argue, with my glass half full approach, their weakness is our strength, is what I would say. Um, and if Jordan Young has the game of his life, I think he's up against two players that probably wouldn't want to face a Jordan Young type player on that right-hand side, cutting in, whipping crosses in, dangerous set pieces. They have conceded some goals from set pieces as well. Both both the Harrogate goals were from set pieces. They were 2-0 up, conceded a couple of goals. And what I thought was really interesting, actually, was I listened to the Harrogate manager afterwards, his little post-match. And he said, we tried to match him up person for person, didn't get anywhere near him, couldn't touch him, went 4-4-2, and found the gaps in behind the wing backs and got crosses in, created set pieces and scored a couple of goals. And I think that that's really does allude to what we have. We have high wide players. And if we're going to get any success, it'll probably be in those areas. I think Jamie, uh, Jacob Mendy's um, an amazing player on the right-hand side. So maybe the left is going to be a little bit tricky for us. But if I was to pinpoint an area, it would be in that right-hand side of the attack that we might have half a chance of creating something. Puts a lot of pressure on one or two players, probably, but that's the way to go, I think. There we go. In between the lines, I would say that's where we need to uh, where we need to play the game. But um, but yeah, and, uncertainty. And uh, and and Nathan alluded to there as well. Uh, yeah, his 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 love for, for all things Jake Hyde, uh, and uh, and hoping he uh, gets a gets a go. Uh, I I still wonder about him not being fe- not featuring at all at Welling. Whether that was resting him, if he if he had a knock, maybe so that he could make that game. Don't know what do we, what do we think about the talked a lot there about Wrexham and what what do we think about the the Yeovil lineup? Is this one where we? We have to go for it. Obviously, Bath City coming up on Tuesday night is, in my mind, a more important game. Bath City is more important for us than than, than, than Wrexham. Do you think uh, Jake Hyde, if fit, could could get a start? I think, I think he he's due a start again. I think he's he's. It's that frustrating thing where he's so good off the bench, and he's probably as frustrated as anyone else that he's he's having a blinder when he comes on but isn't quite clicking from the start but it's who you I think it's who you partner him with as well and maybe it's a Cox and Hyde partnership up front and you say Big Frank we haven't got Reese, have we for the um we haven't got Reese Murphy for the oh, Bath six, game I suppose yeah. so I think you probably throw Murphy in maybe it's a Murphy and Hyde combination and put Frank through the middle for Bath. Um, I think the area, we, we're a bit 
light on at the moment is in those wide spaces. So, you know, Jordan Young and Will Dawes are kind of holding it up out on the wing at the moment. Sonny Cox didn't have the best game of his life against against um, Chippenham nor Welling either. Um, yeah, it's 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 kind of come at an annoying time. We've had those two results where kind of taken the wind out of ourselves a little bit and perhaps not the confidence. There's a few players with knocks and yeah, if this had been in the middle of the run, I think I personally would have felt a lot more like let's go there and do them. There is that feeling, but at the same time, it's like oh, Bath's a couple of days later and we're needing to find form a little bit because we've gone into a bit of a funk. So I don't see there being any point in going there and trying to shut up shop for an hour. If you're going to invite the likes of Elliot Lee, Andy Cannon, Paul Mullen, Ollie Palmer, Sam Dolby, players that probably shouldn't be even be, even be in League 2, if you're going to invite them on to you, I think you're asking for trouble. So for me, you do go there and have a go. And you play Jordan Young and you play Will Dawson from the start. I actually agree with you. I would have, I would have, I would go Hyde and Murphy if they're both available. You give Murphy as long as you can because you haven't got him on Wednesday and you need him back for the weekend. Um, and then I think you try and you try and get the ball wide and then deliver, and that's either Hyde to knock on for Murphy off his feet round the corner, or it's to Hyde getting up for headers and trying to head the ball in and trying to score himself. And that's how I think it's going to be the, the way to do it. The biggest player on Sunday, for me, without question, is Charlie Cooper. I think he has to come in to keep Elliot Lee quiet. It'll be a man-on-man job. Elliot Lee is outrageous at this level. He was outrageous at the at National League level. He's their top scorer from midfield, he just has complete free reign to go in and do whatever he likes. He doesn't really have a position. The midfield will be probably Andy Cannon. And um, depending on who else they go with, I think it's Evans they go with. Um, but fitness has been an issue for a couple of their midfielders. And then just Lee's given the freedom to do whatever the heck he likes. And for me, our best chance of stifling them is to stop Elliot Lee. And I think that's where you bring Charlie Cooper in and you say you stick to him like glue, stop him being effective and we'll play 10 against 10 essentially and hopefully we can find a bit of space with them being slightly less effective. Um, and I think that's doable. I mean, that's asking a lot. Charlie Cooper's going to need to be perfect and Elliot Lee's going to have to be off his game. But I think that's the best matchup for me. Um, I wouldn't ask Sonny to do that. I wouldn't be asking Matt Worthington to do that. I think Matt Worthington's got far more of a of a ball playing role potentially when we do get the ball, it's going to need to be worked properly and sensibly. That's I the wonder if we go with a, I wonder if we, we might now we're talking about, I wonder if we might switch to a three in midfield. I, I, I honestly don't. I honestly don't. I think we'll go four, four, two. I think we'll go flat four. That's been so good. The same four: Smith, Monal, Williams, Whittle day at the back in, in sticks. I think we'll go Cooper Worthington, Cooper sticking to Elliot Lee like glue, Worthington working his socks off, trying to cover the other two to give Young and Dawes a chance of pushing onto their wing backs and disrupting the way they play, as Harrogate changed to do. 
and then utilizing having a big man, whether that is Nuble or whether that is Hyde. And I feel like Hyde might be the slightly better of the option to hold the ball up and wait, try and hold it and get others getting involved. There's no point sitting back. There's no point playing three at the back or five at the back. There's just no point. You get get turned over. No, I think, but I wonder if there's an argument for Cooper at the base of a three with Worthy and Hours either side so that you've got those two pairs of legs in midfield that can get forward. And then you've still got your wingers in Young and Dawes who can get behind the wing backs, and then Hyde holding it up as the main man through the middle. It's just, I agree. I think we need Charlie Cooper in there, but if he's sticking to one man, Matt Worthington's going to have to do a heck of a lot of running against yeah, but... lots and lots of quality. Yeah. And, Look, you, that's that's the FA Cup, isn't it? That's the FA Cup. Everywhere you look, there's quality. But I feel like Elliot Lee is that important for them that you shut him off and the others become less effective, potentially. And then you can get people around Matt Worthington. You can get Dawes Kentucky in when the ball's on one side and Young Kentucky on the other. They're going to put some miles in their legs either way. Um, they really, really are. Um and we'll just have to kind of... Yeah, it's the old cliche, isn't it? We've got to be perfect and they've got to be off their game. Of course it is. It's all this but, talk about um, Americans that I've been doing with Wrexham fans. I swear you just said Dawes, Kentucky. And I was like, who's Dawes, Kentucky? For crying out loud. Man. <laughs> <laughs> then, tuck in. I'm with you. Right, there you go. Yeah, thank you. There, there's my tactical analysis for you. Dawes, Kentucky. Ken- Kentucky, exactly, yeah. Excellent. Um. They can be rattled. I think that's the thing. Accrington did them a couple of weeks ago. It's, it's have we got the have we got the cojones to to go at them? And if you if you go at them and they get an early goal, fine. It's a strange one, isn't it? You've got two teams for whom this is probably not the priority. They want to get out. Of, both sides want to get out of their divisions. We're both right at the top of our leagues. We've both got important busy fixtures coming up. They've got a couple of big games against fellow promotion chasers in the coming weeks. I think they play Barrow around Christmas time. I think they've got Swind and other teams that are doing okay in that league. There's an argument that they might make changes and rest a few because this isn't their important game either. It's a bonus if one of us gets through. Of course it is. And you draw someone huge and you and you do that. But they've got a they've got the EFL trophy. Semi-final, quarter-final. Yeah. They've got, they've got that, games. From what Nathan was saying, that sounds like a low priority for him. Yeah, yeah I imagine it is. Um, if you offered a Wrexham fan guaranteed promotion in exchange for dropping out of the FA Cup, I'd hazard a guess they'd take it. Most of them. And if I offered you two guaranteed promotion in the in exchange of getting absolutely hammered on Sunday night on Sunday afternoon, would you both take it? I'd take it in a heartbeat. Six yeah. nil loss on Sunday, but we guaranteed to get promoted. Yeah. Of course we would, without question. If we got through and we got someone okay in League One in the next round away, it's a game we don't need. <laughs> it's a game we don't need. You know what I mean? Mm. If you get through and you get Man City, you get Liverpool, you get United, you get Chelsea, you get the big ones, fine. No problem at all. You have your great day and move on. But it's a strange situation of there being similar parallels around it all. They might want to manage minutes of players if they've got injury problems. Um, 
they've got some players who have played a lot of football off the back of not playing a lot of football. And, you know, nine subs and all the rest of it available to the to the manager. There's an argument for them not playing a Bentoza because they might have to save their centre-backs because they're light on them. So they stick a kid in. Anything like that. You know what I mean? Team news is going to be really interesting. Really interesting. Um, I just got a sneaking suspicion we can have a go at him early. I really do. Can you tell he's, he's excited about this game here? Can you tell? <laughs> I am excited about it. There's an awful lot of words there and an and, and, and underlying current of excitement under them. I, I am excited, but I'm excited. I think I'd be excited even if I wasn't going because there's a genuine chance here. We aren't playing world beaters. We're playing a crack inside who are very good at the top end of League Two. Don't get me wrong. But they aren't a League One team. They aren't a championship team. They might well be one day, but they aren't. And it's that kind of attitude. Lots of championship players. They've got a couple. I wouldn't say lots. They've got a couple, for sure. Um, I think the keeper's a big loss. He's he's the Arsenal's. Who is it? Arthur Okawonko. Yeah. Yeah. Is yeah. he still at Arsenal or has he moved on somewhere yeah, else? Yeah, he's he's a he's on loan from so, Arsenal. I think I think he's been involved in Arsenal squads, pre-seasons, cup games, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So yeah, I, I think, think he, he was third choice. He was third choice last season. Yeah. The, um, the thinking from Nathan seems to be that he's been loaned out because of the profile that there is at Wrexham. Um and yeah, they think that if he does well there, then they can get a decent fee for him. Contract. Yeah. Yeah. Fine. Mm, Dave, well, are I, you excited? Yeah, Dave, that, that was going to be my question. Dave, are you excited? What, what, what are you expecting on Sunday afternoon? What am I expecting? Yeah. Um, I could probably have a guess as to what you're hoping for, but I'm wondering. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, well, I. I hope that we just, yeah, I, I hope we don't get turned over. And I don't think we will. Um, Do you I, think we I, score? Pardon? Do you think we score? I I think it could be one where we score first and then they and then they have a, 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 a go. I mean, um, Nathan pointed out that there's that a lot of games against us. Obviously, it took them an hour to break us down in the last game we played there when, let's be honest, we were down to the bones of our ass, weren't we at that game and we've obviously i think i remember us drawing there and um and then then winning that game um uh when sunny and staunton scored um so yeah i i could i could see us. i think if we go in there putting a good performance after welling and um and uh and uh, and 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 chipping them i think this is one where we can go and we it, it is a free hit for us because i don't think anybody expects us to do anything and i think the cameras are there just in case ryan reynolds turns up and the other bloke um but i think um i think yeah i don't think they're there for there for us so it's a free hit go there let the shackles off take hide scores that's a that's a little bit of the script isn't it and then maybe they come back and get um, get get a get a couple, but yeah, I take that. As long as it's followed by a win at Bath or a good result yeah. at Bath, so um, yeah, that's it's such a good point. It it does not it yeah. Give me anything if it means you win at Bath. Yeah. 
I'm just hoping the Premier Inn in Horsham has good enough Wi-Fi that I can load ITVX on <laughs> whatever device I take because <laughs> I think I've got a bit of a challenge on Sunday afternoon with location and technology. Premier Inns are always pretty decent for Wi-Fi, in my experience, but I've yeah. never been to, I've never been to the one right, in Lenny Horsham. Henry. So. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> good night, guarantee. Oh, uh, there we go. Should we take some questions? I, 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 I just want to say I think we score as well. I've got a, I've got a hunch we drag it back to Hewish Park. I think I've got a hunch it's going to be a Jake Wannell. When will we drag them back to Hewish Park next week on Tuesday? So it'll be ten days after. I'm not sure if we've got a game, have we? But mm, don't know. Or was that supposed to be an SMPC midweek? So it would be... Yeah, because the ninth was meant to be... That's Dartford away. I don't think there was one on the Tuesday. Oh, no. It wasn't it meant to be Dartford and it got shifted to the Saturday because we are both at the trophy. Because that was originally changed because of we us getting through against Gateshead. Yeah. And so yeah. they changed yeah, it to there's... Tuesday. Yeah, there's nothing on this. the... Yeah. So there's nothing, nothing between... on the Tuesday. No. So it would be the yeah the Tuesday in between Dartford and Hampton, wouldn't it? Wow. I just got a, I just got a hunch. It's going to take a lot of moving pieces all falling in the right position, and we have got to be perfect. But we will score, and then they'll get a dodgy penalty later. On. Very dodgy. He's written the script. Yep, correct. Right, Chris Jones. Go for it. We've uh, we've asked Chris Fox's question, but it may have changed since we asked <laughs> uh, Ben how yeah, excited are you for Sunday's game yeah. on a scale yeah. of one to seven. It hasn't crept up to the six yet. Give okay. it till Sunday morning. Maybe, maybe it's crept up to the six, but it's 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 five. It's five now. It's five right now. Uh, Jacob May would like to know what the away game was where you. Felt the most threatened as an away fan. Heard a couple of occasions where coach has been bricked, like Port Vale a couple of years back. Mine was after Grimsby two years ago when they beat us and had to escape via the beach. There is a beach near, uh, near Grimsby's ground. Um, I would say uh, Bath City when we played there in uh, back in the Back in the nineties, I I can't remember exactly when it was. I think, I think we drawn one FA all trophy, FA trophy game. It could have been, yeah. I think we drawn uh, we drawn one all there. And I remember uh, I was travelling on the train, uh, and me and a few other Oval fans had to. We had some walking down a sort of an alleyway that there is near Twerton Park, and had to throw stones thrown at us. There wasn't even a bus in the way. So um, yeah, I remember having to leg it at that point. That was probably as, as threatened as a. As I can remember, be. Oh well, I'm on I've... edge now about going to bar. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Look out! <laughs> Don't walk down any alleyways. Unbelievable. That um, was I've... that was a long time ago. I've only felt intimidated once, and that was walking home from Ellen Road. Mm. Um, yeah. Um, it was what it was while they'd scored a late winner, very late winner. So it would have been. 08, 09-ish. And I was walking 
out of the ground, not on a bus, not with other Yeovil fans by myself. And yeah, felt very alone at that point. And yeah, I think some of the excitement had got to some of the uh, home faithful and they were letting me know in no uncertain terms. That's the only time I've ever felt properly like might be in a spot of bother here. Yeah, I don't think I've ever had it. I mean, we went when we played Millwall, there was that general aura of going to Millwall. And because we didn't go the way that everyone else goes, where you get off the train and you get kettled into the mm. ground, we came up at a, a different tube stop and like walked through lots of Millwall fans, but we didn't have like, we weren't obviously, you know, Yeovil Town supporters, but it was a bit like, ah, <laughs> I'm not sure this is the right way to come. Um, but yeah, never really, never really put myself in situations where. <laughs> never lived in Leeds, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Or, 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 I've or, never, or never walked Lake home alone in a yoga shirt from Ellen no. Road. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, no. Big game for them, wasn't it? That. Yeah. Yeah. That was just Jen following Ben home. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Throwing Mrs. stones. Mrs. Mrs. Barrett <laughs> chucking stones here. When <laughs> Awful. Like Awful, really. <laughs> <laughs> uh, almost a pro pilot oh no this one's a thinker um, oh. what is the best 11 of Yeovil players whose surname starts with W oh, God, we're going to have to take this away I think only Does using it, one it, player it, per season from the last oh, 16 man. seasons bench included oh, oh my god I'm sure Tell we had a W. Didn't we have a W team did we have a W we did have a yeah. W team didn't we we did have a W, w. Yeah. we did have a W this is we where, even got uh... a graphic for it. Yeah. Let me see if I've got my graphic to hand. Hang on. I keep the graphic. It wasn't this is the last 16 seasons. What? Why? <laughs> Why? Why are you doing yeah. this to us? I've got I've got a W eleven. It yeah. was Wheel, Morgan Williams, Webster, Wannell, Whittle, Gavin Williams, Darren Way. We relegated Paul Watton in exchange for Matt Worthington because we left him out. Uh, Andy Welsh, Warren, and Williams. And the bench was Wilkinson, Other Williams, Whale, Whittingham, Weatherston, Walsh, and Wagoner. Yeah, we've done this one. We've done this we've one. Done this uh, one. It, wouldn't, it wouldn't even click because you've got you've got Whittleworthy and Whittleworthy and Williams in there, haven't you? So that's too many for Whittle one. This se- no, Whittle this season, Williams last season, Worthington the season before. No, oh, okay. All right, yeah. <laughs> Go on. We've done it. We've done it. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, question for Dave here as well. Uh, oh. What is your favourite coat that you own? My favourite coat? Yeah. Uh... His middle name is actually I'll Get My. Yeah. You know that? Get my, so... get my, yeah, get my. My parents had a sense of humour. Um, the, the name is, it's the warmest one. Whatever the warmest coat is. Uh, I've got one, that's, I've got a Parker with a big fluffy hood. That's quite, that's quite nice at the moment. I'm, I'm, I'm quite good with that. I have bought a new one. Um, it's just uh, a bit more of it's not quite a light jacket, it's it's a it's a warm jacket, but it hasn't got a hood on it, which I think in the winter months dangerous, isn't it? We um we sell these jackets that have uh like this is batteries, where you can... and... yeah, yeah, although Glover's cast bit... merch, just yeah. saying, yeah, <laughs> oh, with uh, the, the buy the merch, on. leave a like, yeah, pop it in the comments below, guys. They come with a little charger and a battery, oh, nice. and you charge it up, and it, yeah, you plug your battery into a pocket and warms you up. 
that's nice. I that. imagine if, if I lived on a construction, lived on a construction site, worked on a construction site, I could imagine I would need something like that. But a bed and a hard hat. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Evening. <laughs> Good night, Builder Dave. Good night. <laughs> Um, oh dear. I, weird if weird I lived on a so. construction site, <laughs> I genuinely own a coat that I've owned since I was 14. Wow. It was a very expensive coat. It's a Nike black one. It's of the old Nike um, logo in like the R9 era. So that's the, it's in that kind of shape, the R9 shape from that era. And I specifically remember it because my mum bought it for me one winter and it was huge. When I was 14, I haven't grown an awful lot since then. I'm still about as short as I was then, but it's still the warmest thing I own. And I still wear it mostly every day. Can I just ask Ian, Nike or Nike? Nike. Okay. I'm going Nike as well. Sorry, bud. It's quite okay. I will not care. <laughs> and uh, finally, Adidas. what's the... Pardon? So he's Adi... still not caring. No, Adidas or Adidas? Adidas. Adidas. Puma or Puma? Puma, obviously. <laughs> Does anyone remember uh, Mizuno? Great football boots. Sorry. Which Karen. one? Mizuno. Rivaldo used to wear them, didn't he? Yes, nice. Sorry. Tyler or yeah. Fila? Oh, now we're talking. Oh, now we're talking. I, I never really thought about too much how to say Paulus Benaris mm-hmm. that we used to have make ours. Yeah. Yeah. How, How do, do you, you say that? that? How do you say Paula's Benara? No, really? <laughs> no, I no, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Ben anyway. Umbro or Umbro. <laughs> Umbro. Right. Come on, <laughs> ask another bloody question. Sorry. <laughs> what is the best piece of what is the best piece of merch Yeovil have ever had? Effie Soji Bandana. It's yeah, up there, isn't it? That was a good one. Right up there. I tell you what, I did see Seb from um, uh, Mundial put a T-shirt up, which I I completely forgotten about. But it's Bartosz Tarachulski, and it was a T-shirt with um, Tarachulski in like the Polish flag, you know, like red and white. And then the, 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 that was really nice. I remember that from years ago. But um, and the Gary Johnson one with the uh, threw him the carrot and they took it. Yeah, uh, that was they they, they were good. That's what we need. That, that... Unofficial, unofficial merch. That though, yeah, unofficial merch. Yeah, I'm, I'm all for unofficial merch. If only there was some sort of unofficial, yellow town website that could knock oh, out unofficial oh. merch. Oh, you can see the seeds in. You can see the cogs <laughs> in Ian's eyes going. There is a merch link here, isn't there? There is. I can see Chris Causeway on the back of a hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> Ben opening a can of spam in Cribs Causeway. <laughs> Some right. real, um, uh, like Jim will paint it artwork of like stuff. Oh, you, you distant lovers cast, distant lovers yeah. logo on the pictures on the back, lovers cast logo top left hand corner, eleven ninety nine from your local on. Etsy store. <laughs> your local Etsy store. <laughs> Where is your local Etsy store? <laughs> I don't know. Could be next door. Pick up from your Glover's Cast lockbox outside <laughs> your local cost cutter. We won't use every. <laughs> Guaranteed. Thank you very much. <laughs> if you if you want Glover's Cast merch, let us know. In the same droves you've been asking for a live show, because that won't happen either. Yeah, we'll be really reactive on that as well. 
Um, uh, okay, I think we've covered. I think we've answered that question. Okay. Um, what is your best memory of Yeovil playing in Wales? Personally, it was a six-nil win at Newport. That's from Callum Hallett. That would have been good. I was going to say. I ben, didn't. Ben, it, it can only be one for Ben, surely. I'm trying to think if I've if I've been to Wales. You've been to bloody Wrexham, mate. I know, but I'm trying. Uh, uh, apart from that, I think that's my. <laughs> I, I didn't see. I didn't see that caveat. Didn't yeah, well, yeah. I I'm, didn't Phil Jevons score a goal at Swansea yeah, that kept us up. I don't think it kept us up, but I remember going there. We beat them two 0 on um on a New Year's Day. I remember being at that one. Stolches scored as well, didn't he? Didn't we play really well at Chester once? Because half of that would have been in Wales. <laughs> half of it, yeah, yeah. That was the season we won the league, wasn't it? The Jevons one. Yeah. 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 Um, and Cardiff, uh, I, I, Cardiff I, I, in the FA Cup. I was going to say Cardiff in the FA Cup. Carl Dale scored for, um, and he used to play for Cardiff. He was like a bit of a Cardiff legend. And I remember the one thing I remember that about that is that the terrace at Ninian Park is absolutely leathered it down all game. And at the front, because it was all concrete, at the front, it just filled up with water, the like the 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 bottom, and I remember running down to the front and literally water up to like halfway up my shins. It was so I ended up I had wet feet on the bus on the way home. We drew one off. That was a speaking fairly intimidating of, way. Yeah, out. I was going to say. Speaking of intimidating, pla- intimidating places to go, Ninian Park um, was definitely one. So was the Vets, yeah. to be fair. Yeah. There we go. And. There you go. Uh, Dexter Tyson says, what is your sporting heaven and hell to watch on TV apart from football? That's match cricket. Love it. And then hell is anything rugby based. As soon as that egg becomes peanut shaped, I don't want anything to do with it. But yeah, I'll sit and watch test match cricket for days on end and just forget anything exists. I'd say hell is any American sport because they're just too long and too complicated. And American football just stops all the time. And I just yeah, don't, don't understand. Like I just don't understand why baseball yeah. seems to go oh, no, on I like baseball. goes on forever, I, though. I can watch baseball. It's quite therapeutic. Basketball. And basketball is the opposite. It's like, what the hell happened there? Oh, something else happened. What the hell? Yeah. It's like uh, like watching us so well in the other uh, the other weekend. Um, and I don't think I have a sport in heaven other than, other than football. I'm not... I mean, cricket... Yeah, I know you. Yeah, again, goes on for a long time, doesn't it? Golf, I can't <laughs> do that. Rugby. Yeah, golf is golf is in yeah. hell for me, yeah. and snooker. Boring. No. Um, the only reason golf doesn't get in for me is the Ryder Cup. I seem to get involved in the Ryder Cup. I can watch the Ryder Cup, but regular week to week golf, boring hell. I always think to myself, if you go to watch a golf tournament. At least if or at least if it's on the tally, they're following a particular player, aren't they? But I mean, people will tell me I'm wrong. I know Foxy's been to the Ryder Cup this year, and um, I'm sure he'll tell me I'm wrong. But um, uh, but yeah, I just don't. I just I don't see it. But I can't really think of a sport I particularly go out my way to watch. I can um, do the darts. I can watch darts on telly. I wouldn't ever go to the darts. I, that sound. That sounds like hell. Stand no. up if you love the darts. Yeah, I, you know, not for me, thanks. But I could watch. No them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's oh, what oh, foot, oh. foot. 
you wait in a couple of years' time, that'll be what football's like. Oh, come on, granddad, calm down. Um, <laughs> stand against modern football. Um, <laughs> uh, Ben, you've not mentioned wrestling. Is that because that's sport entertainmenting? It, it's somewhere in the middle. I'm not. I'm not going out of my way to find it. But if something good happens, I will seek content for an hour of doom scrolling, and then I'll probably leave it alone again. But yeah, I, I will quite happily watch, watch it twice weekly. I watched it twice a week. So yeah. I, I, I will quite happily. If something good happens, it's just an overkill of wrestling at the moment. It's too much going on, and I can't keep on track of it all. But if someone, I, I've got a bit of a WhatsApp chat, and if someone goes. You got to go check this match out. It was amazing. I will go check that match out, and it'll be amazing. Right on, Dave. Did you ask any questions on Facebook? I did ask, but nobody answered. Oh, yeah. It's quiet week answered. in Yeovil Town World, isn't it? Quiet week in Yeovil Town World. And can I just say, for those of you who are thinking what I'm thinking, I don't think wrestling's a sport either. So carry on. <laughs> sport entertainment, Dave. Um. What, right, Ben. There's football? an award ceremony you... on. There's an award ceremony on right now. The eSports Awards 2023. So I figured you. Oh, might have I missed it. Split and, yeah, you. Oh, I missed it. Jesus, sorry. I can't believe I missed it. I was meant to book it off and go and. After I, I, I don't know if you heard me say, but I, I, I will did, never, yeah. I will never forget your response to them, them to offering out eSports and FPL awards before they got to. Best non-league. I didn't. I didn't offer it out, but like they didn't <laughs> need three subcategories each. You yeah. know, like there was no need for six separate awards there. That's too many. Can I? One each would have done. Can I? Can I finish this podcast with a funny story about Ben from uh, from the football content awards? Yes. Yes. Okay. So, so there um, was a. Ga- whoa, whoa! We've got a question on Facebook. Do you want to go with that first? Oh, have we? Oh, it's right. just, it's I, just I happened. Oh, right. I looked before happened. and there wasn't one. Go on, go on. He's trying to crouch your ass. If it, he says, if it's not too late, you've snuck in by the skin of your teeth, Croucher. Does the top of the table look how you expected? Who has surprised and disappointed you? Seeing it's FA Cup week, what is your chosen inflatable for the Wrexham game? And you taking an inflatable? It's got to be a sheep, surely. It's got to be a sheep, hasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe yeah. a leak? Yeah. Yeah, um, inflatable. Yeah, I mean, someone's got to have a tinfoil FA Cup. Otherwise, it's just not the FA Cup. I don't think there are several inflatable sheep and one SP mask tied to an inflatable oh. granny. Yeah, that would be he must, not, he must not be named. The yeah, I've bent a rule there by using initials. Yeah, um, uh, top of the table. Does it look like how we expected? Who has surprised us? Kind of looks how I expected. Mason right about there. Avely are the surprise, right? Yeah, I'd say Avely are the surprise and Torquay are the disappointment. They're sixth. They can't be that disappointing. No, but they um uh but but they they, they should be they should be like no second, shouldn't they? They should be they should be up there with us, Torquay. Um, Eastbourne follow the um disappointment for me. Yeah. I thought they'd have been in about the playoffs. They're struggling to keep their head above water. They yeah. were quite good against us as well when we played them. Us, yeah, yeah. Play them in a few mm. uh, before the end of the year as well, don't we? So just before Christmas. Yeah. 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 23rd. Um, yeah. Did you see Torquay's owner did a yes. puff piece in the Torquay oh, Times? The, the or May Weekly. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Clark. Is the Torquay Weekly here? Do you want to talk? <laughs> That's he how didn't I want to talk. Uh, uh? <laughs> 
He did want to talk. He did want to talk, yeah. Much good as it did him. It does make me laugh, though. Johnson in, Johnson out. It's like it literally goes game to game, doesn't it? It's, <laughs> they're either outraged or um, then 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 they win a game and uh, and suddenly everything's all right with the world. But there we go, football fans. Been I've been one myself, so I know what they mean. The porky hokey cokey. You were gonna, you were gonna finish off with a funny story yeah. to embarrass me. So, oh yes, I was. Sorry, I forgot about that. Uh, so we <laughs> were sat on the same, we were sat on the same table as the uh, Exeter media uh, team. <laughs> uh, one of whom, uh, a chap called Scott Palfrey, who was a very nice man. Yeah, um, very nice. He, he he came in wearing a flat cap. Um, and then I can't remember who they were, but uh, a podcast uh, or some some kind of uh, football content producer went up on one. And, uh, and they all had flat caps on. They were going, I think they might be Birmingham or something. They were like Peaky Blinders uh, kind of territory. And I can't remember what the question was I asked Ben. But he said, those wankers in the Peaky Blinders hats. He said, and then he looked round. And then his face just went, ooh, <laughs> like that. But uh, yeah, the media guy next to Scott heard what Ben said. I said, I think you're going to have to repeat that, aren't you? So he threw you well under the bus there. But yeah, Ben, Ben, Ben's face when he realised what it was, was was hilarious. Maybe that's a you had to be there one, but I found it very funny anyway. And we um, and we left with one of them and they didn't. So there you go. That's what happens when you don't wear a flat cap. And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. Lindergaard making Forrest backpedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris, expanding by the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh, and it's an opening goal. What a start. Madden, after just six minutes, gives Yeovil the lead. Stansfield, good turn away from Trott. 